It's October 2nd, 2016. I'm Ryan. I'm Sandy. I'm Yannick. And I'm Davis. And this is Pixels Weekly. What's up, you guys? Dun, 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 dun. What's up, East Coast? What's up, East Coast? I'm on the road. I'm on the Eastern Coast. <laughs> no one can stop me. Dun, I'm all alone dun, out here. Yeah. Sorry, Davis. Sorry. Is it still light out? Yeah. It's like oh yeah, it's five forty-five. Oh, I've had a I've had a red eye flight. I'm all messed up. I went to a, a party. My brother got engaged. Congratulations to Kyle and Shimmer. congrats, congrats to the family. Yeah, now the family's getting bigger, and technically, I'll have some sisters, which will technically, be technically, well, sisters yeah, the Quintal bros are gonna have to shape up. <laughs> I know. Now that we've got some girls keeping us in check, um, so. Listeners, welcome to Pixels Weekly, a weekly video game podcast to make you smile. We start off every single show with what is in our minds, in our consoles, and in the news. It's the hodgepodge. What do we have for hodgepodge this week, you guys? I can start. Uh, Pokemon Go has uh, over 70 people are officially filing complaints with the Federal Trade Commission. Because mm. they feel like they've been victimized by the game, victimized one way oh. or the other. Mm. Yeah, it's, please continue. It's yeah, it's victimized. Uh, one complaint was the guy spent four hundred and fifty dollars on the game. He was using oh, a, no. a third party oh. app to help him mine, farm more Pokemon, I guess. And after they did that update during the summer, that was a violation of their terms of service. So they terminated his account because they deemed it as hacking and he's like either you give me a full refund of the money i spent on the game or you give me my account back i thought he was going to be complaining about the game being like too addicting like he was like no damn you nintendo taking up all my time (laughs) so what are the other like 69 complaints are they along the same lines some of them are location of the Pokemon gems that they're on private property. So hospitals and things of that nature are going, hey, how about you... Holocaust Memorial Museums. How about you not let us uh, become Pokemon gems and how about you remove the addresses? Because it's been very distressing. Players have just walked into hospitals, gone into rooms, and hospitals... And healed patients. It's been amazing. It's really been... The thing is, (laughs) when you're in a hospital, there are certain privacy laws that you have to adhere to. And having random people in people's rooms doesn't allow them to do that. So if you're trying to catch an EV in like a cancer patient's room, their privacy isn't being protected. And that puts the hospital at a liability. And they're like, hey, could you not? Could you not do that? Could you? Could you think about the people in the hospital? You you dirtbags? Yeah. yeah, I think there's like two things wrong going on there. First and foremost, there's like, yes, absolutely. The locations should be able to request from the game that they don't show up in the game. But also, like, just use your brain for two seconds and just like realize that you probably shouldn't be walking into a cancer patient's patient room and trying to catch Pokemon in it, let alone yeah. like anywhere else in the hospital. The second I see like, oh, this is trying to take me into a hospital. That's where I turn around and like kind of like recheck how invested in this game I am. How much do you need that Gyarados? <laughs> I feel bad for the people that made that game because they assume people were so smart and they actually are super dumb. 
I think you just like, have to assume oh, that when you're yeah, making yeah, any yeah. product. They were like, oh, you know, like we can have, you know, Pokemon stops will be like places where, you know, you know, monument, historical um, places and, and cool locations so that people can also somehow discover the city they're living or, or walking around. And no, instead, like those things happen. So it's I feel bad for them when when I saw the guy at the keynote. Uh, at, they were at the Apple keynote, right? We're, mm, showing off the Pokemon Go app for the Apple Watch. I felt bad for the game. Yeah. He looked so tired. I'm like, you know, at this I feel point, bad for it. Did you see how like joyless <laughs> their owner <laughs> joyless seems about to be it. presented? He <laughs> <laughs> was just like, and we make a uh, Pokemon Go. <laughs> well, there was the, the, cool there, there was the guy doing the demo, like standing off to the side. I wish he just looked like he would rather be before. anywhere else on Earth. <laughs> yeah, just just capture <laughs> yeah. all the Pokemon so that you know you just don't have to play my game anymore. Do we know what their Do we know what their their customer? <laughs> like, Here's how to get. Because uh, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> we know what their customer base is like these days. I have I to imagine know. it's I don't dropped know. off. You could imagine it's dropped off a bunch. Yeah, it has a No Man's Sky drop, but it must have dropped. Yeah. The the last one Maybe it's dropped is enough. the concern of the safety for children. And this quote is I'll read this quote. I am deeply upset and concerned about the safety of every person playing Pokemon Go, especially the children. I almost killed a child today who was riding his bike and veered into the roadway holding his cell phone up. <laughs> and um <laughs> Okay, mom. I was like uh <laughs> First of all, if you, all right. So in 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 the kid's defense, he could have just been taking a selfie, or like a Snapchat or something. Unless did the guy like true. see that he was playing Pokemon Go? Although, like, yes, there's a high likelihood that that's what he was doing. He said, like, also in that kid's defense, he's got to catch them all. Well, <laughs> kids riding bikes can ride bikes on sidewalks. I don't know where this guy was. And second of all, when you're driving, you should probably be paying attention to the road, anyways. And Man, I don't, I don't know. I can't help but think, like, does everyone not know that there's a Pokemon game where you could just move a little virtual man around town and catch way more than the Pokemon <laughs> that are just in Pokemon Go? It's called Pokemon, and you can do all sorts of fun stuff. You can battle and trade, and and it only costs you $40 once. You mean Sun and Moon? And never again. Or just Sun any of them. Any of the Pokemon or, uh, yeah. games. <laughs> Red and blue are ten bucks now on 3DS. Let's just just do just it. Just do it. Buy it. That's cool. All right. Well, my hodgepodge for the week is Forza Horizon Three. Woo-hoo. It's great. Yeah. Oh, woohoo! Oh, so that's uh, all you jet lag. You actually just coming back from Australia. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the top one. I've, I've been, yeah. been there, done that. Beautiful place, but what a jet lag. Actually. Speaking of Australia, I uh, I took a red eye on Virgin Airlines, and so I reached Branson <laughs> from California to. Isn't he British? Boston, Australian. You're sure? I'm Richard Branson. I parachute into conference rooms and meetings. And stuff. <laughs> anyway, um. uh, Forza Horizon Three is really good. Um, I've tried it now. Testing out the crossplay functionality across PC and Xbox, and it, it syncs super, super seamlessly. Uh, literally, like my console wasn't even fully off. I just had the app like paused, started it up on the PC, and it was like syncing your save data, and that took like less than a minute. 
and then I was into the action where I left off on PC. And I, nice. Just astounded to see Microsoft work making that stuff work as well as it does. Um, it's great. Uh, I'm having a hard time with off-road stuff because I I play with the quote. Now I'm gonna sound like a snob. I play with simulation <laughs> steering on. Okay. So manual <laughs> drive. I'm just don't, Is I that not on by default? I know it's um, a learning curve, but that only do it OG. Okay. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So normally they have like standard steering or whatever, and standard steering is a little bit more Need for Speed, a little bit more arcadey and easier to handle. But simulation steering is like Forza Motorsport, the proper sim steering inside of Horizon, which means the second you hit dirt, if you like turn a little bit, you're basically going to do a 360. Okay. So it's like a a lot of messing around with. what I like about the Forza games is you do feel the interplay different from car to car and surface to surface and even raining versus not raining to um, how much you sort of break when you're taking turns if you can push the gas and sort of throttle yourself to things. And you get the feel of every individual car. It's just, uh, it's really good. The pacing's good. And I specifically wanted to call out a feature called the... Um, Tell me what to do feature. Anna. Which is, uh, there's a GPS named Anna, and who's been in the game for a couple iterations now. And Anna um, used to say, like, find me, set me a destination to here or there or whatever, or find me the next race or whatever. But now there's this kind of also generic command called, what should I do next? And then she just finds the closest thing on the map close to you that you haven't done yet. And she says, hey, you know, there's an a hidden car over here, there's a challenge over here, wherever. You want to go check it out? And I'm like, sure. In, in the hidden car, she doesn't take you to the car. She takes you to the general area, and you still have to Oh, she's straight up Siri GPS. <laughs> I just started playing today, and like, yeah. so, so Siri brought me to um, the warehouse entrance to Best Buy last week, instead of like, the, the human entrance, and sure enough, <laughs> Anna is taking me to like, the rear entrances to all the like, places that I'm trying to go to in Forza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what, Davis, I, I looked at the list because she can say now for the first time in a Forza game a huge list of people's names. Yeah, I'm in there. You're in yeah, there? Yeah, it's awesome. So, like, the, the whole game oh, is just calling wow. me Davis the whole time. So, yeah, I picked it up um, this morning. Uh, it's my, like, treat myself moment for completing Selma, which obviously we're going to talk about a bunch later. Yes, um, and it's, like, exactly what I need right now. Like, after, like, a really dark, depressing, like, <laughs> awful, unsettling week, I just want to, like, dirt. exactly. I just want to, like, In cruise beaches. around the sunny beaches of Australia in, like, sweet Makes cars. It, it's incredible, dude. And I haven't, I don't know, maybe it's because I just haven't played a racing game in so long. Yeah. But yeah. so far in like the three and a half hours that I've put in today, that game is giving me so much more than I expected. I guess like I went into it thinking like it yeah. was going to be a series of races and and like really great quality graphics and car handling and, and scenic areas to do these races in. But it's like so much more than that. I just find myself like bouncing from objective to objective, um, enjoying yeah. my and surroundings very, very on the way. different types of objectives for a yeah. racing game. Not just like putting your wheels to work in things like there's random drift zones now across the map where, like, Need for Speed style, you can try and, like, e-brake out yeah. and get points for drifting. Speed traps where you try and hit them as fast as you can. There's all sorts of jumps now. Have you done the Outback uh, Racing Championship yet? No, I just got to the second place, which is, like, the city one. I think it's called, like, Surfer's Paradise. That's the, that's the first one I picked, too. So the, the Outback well, yeah, one. I, so I know that's soon. the first one that you picked. Super cool is the integration that it does like with your friends. And it showed yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, It said, like, when I picked 
the Surface Paradise as my next space, it said like 39% of other players also picked this as the first space, which I loved because I like picking the road <laughs> less traveled, so to speak. Um, yeah, and it said yeah, including yeah. Ryan Q. And I was like, that's awesome. Me and Ryan picked the same thing. <laughs> it's It seemed like the better choice to me. Like, give me some of that like straight racing thing going yeah, on. Yeah, and then yeah. The Outback one is an awesome contrast because they put you in like four wheelers without like full body frames and you're like tearing it up like through water and stuff it's really uh dynamic that's awesome i'm gonna have to check out i was just gonna say i'm gonna have to check out the uh the sim steering although i feel like i must just be really bad at that game because i have the non-sim steering on and i already feel like i'm doing 360s the second time i hit any dirt (laughs) oh totally totally yeah it takes a while to figure it out it really does but uh yeah, eventually it's all starts starts to. You got to remember, this is a. You're talking to a Forza Horizon <laughs> Pro. I uh, well, I wasn't going to mention it, but you know how you can do the rivals races, where basically oh, when you hit God. like a race course, instead of doing the like AI race, you can do a time trial against your friends, and you can see their ghost cars as you're racing. So like an hour or so ago, I did a rival race against you, and and you smoked me. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, the Drivatar system is amazing. I, oh, I know my hodgepodge is going long, but I did want to mention this before I, I go. Forza has a very robust robust engine in it to make skins and designs for cars. And so I'm a big fan of the podcast Car Talk. Um, also being a you know Massachusetts boy, I like Car Talk. Here two, two Boston dudes with very heavy <laughs> Boston accents talking about cars. And in uh, so what I did is I was like um, – one of the car options in one of the races was a Dodge Dart from 1968, and one of the car talk guys owns a 63 Dodge Dart, so I did it up to look like his specific Dodge Dart, and then I put a big car talk NPR logo, like the podcast logo on the back of it. That took me, I literally spent hours doing this. This is the kind of, kind of game. It's like, Ryan, how's your racing game? Oh, it's great. I designed a car talk logo <laughs> for like three hours. <laughs> Are you a designer? You do this kind of stuff. You can spend That's time true. on this and not it. feel bad about it. And so it just had this, like, share mechanism when I was done. I was like, okay, fine, share it. I logged back in uh, the next day, and it had made me 30,000 credits from 150 people downloading wow. and using it. And so I was like, how cool is that? Like, that just rewarding, you know, the usage and shares. And it, you don't necessarily pay for, for other people's designs, but the game sort of rewards you for having your designs used. So That's go nice. download the t- Car Talk skin. And make RQ some Forza monies because he can buy some Aston Martins because he needs them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's my hodgepodge. Enough uh, car talk. Uh, a lot of sports this week. Uh, I'm going to talk about FIFA. Uh, and I want, I want that hodgepodge to... I want you guys to know that that hodgepodge is going to be original because it's probably going to be the only one of the year, right? <laughs> um, but it's going to be one that you may want to be able to bring back next year. Um, it looks prettier. It looks different. I mean, it it looks like haircuts are different, but you know what I mean? Like (laughs) it's a, it's a little bit more refined. Um, I'm always, I'm always excited and I'm always having a good time and, uh, it feels different. Uh, it's slower than the one before and I'm sure the one of next year will feel a little bit snappier and faster and so on and so forth. Uh, all I'm saying is that since the third, since the we're in the current gen so, so since the previous gen i haven't seen a revolution in in um in in soccer games or i don't i don't want to talk for the other sports but i haven't seen a revolution graphically or dynamically or 
um, but it feels it feels great. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm excited about it. Um, I've heard today, uh, this week, that in France, because I've been mean, listening to a lot of like sports show in France, that it's Evil actually France? the that it's actually the most sold cultural product in France. It's the you know What? amongst all cultural products, Cheese. like whether it's like music <laughs> or. Baguettes. But not in France, in the world. Uh, yeah, in <laughs> France or in the world. I don't know. But like any like anything between music, entertainment, uh, like, you know, DVDs and all, that's the product that sells the most. Around like, uh, I don't know how many copies. It's just insane. Like above like 1.5 million copies sold or something. It's just nuts. Oh, my God. Uh, so, I, so and like I may be in wrong. Terms of like consumer products and or something? And I may be wrong. I, and I wish I had better news than that. But I, I may be wrong if it's not just France or Europe or something like that. But it's there's definitely something about being the, the, the most sold product in France, um, cultural products sold in France. Um, so I, I have a question. You talked about a little bit the graphics, not feeling super snappy this iteration and you're feeling like they're all sort of slowly plodding along that was happening to madden for a while and still in some parts is happening to madden are you like starting to grow anxious for something new graphically from these games well you know i'm i'm it's it's beautiful graphically i'm just saying like the dynamic of it could be could be better okay so like they have okay. they have worked a lot on what's happening on the field it's there it works It's balanced. You feel every player has his own abilities. If you know the player in real life, you will have an advantage, you know, knowing how to play him, kind of. You will know a player is technical. You can play him with, like, technical skills and stuff like that. And that has been here for quite a while. Um, the, the, you know, the good feeling of soccer in each position, you know, each player's skills matters and, and, and it feels great. Um, they have also the, the FIFA Ultimate Team system that works and that is, you know, uh makes a lot of cash money honestly like it's like that card game for 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 fifa yeah uh, what, madden's got that too. what i'm saying and, and i will get to it uh they have this new mode called the adventure where you pretty much play a kid that comes out of the youth academy in uh in great britain uh because you can only you know participate in clubs you, you therefore get out of the of the training camp and you you pass your final exam is like okay fellas uh the top 10 is gonna make it to pro uh show me what you got and then you got a bunch of agents and then one guy obviously is like okay i got great offers from all those clubs you can pretty much pick any of the 20 clubs of the premier league but it's up to you to decide mm -hmm. don't go for the big leagues because you might just not get enough play time you know you might get a big salary <laughs> but you right. might not play a lot so You pick like I picked an average team around uh, Southampton. If if some people that listen are yeah. aware, it's like I like those guys, but they're they're in the top six. So I was like, all right, I just don't want to go into bad bad teams. But it's like the the voice acting is bad. You know, the lip syncing is bad. All the things that are yeah. not are the things that are not needed in soccer games, but. Adventure mode stuff could be kind of wonky yeah, in sports games you know? altogether. I don't know why it's like you're so good at figuring out stats and like how to realistically make something dribble and then like you know when you go to you know say cast the coach or or tell the story you're like this is i don't know it, yeah i agree with but you like, it falls flat. but like all It's the bad. games are doing it now like yeah. so with yeah. the, the, so nba i think has been doing this like putting a lot of energy into that i think like spike lee directed like the yeah. nba 2k16 um like campaign uh, adventure mode Ridiculous. or whatever yeah But yeah, like I, I 
I agree. It's a weird thing to have in but these the sports eyes, simulations. But the eyes, you know, they, they look empty. Like, their eyes look empty. Oh, yeah. You know, Dead eyes. It's like they look Uncanny somewhere. Valley. They don't even look <laughs> at the camp. They look nowhere. They're, like, talking to you. They're like, what? And then the expressions are from the 60s. It's like, I don't know what they were trying to do. They were definitely not putting a... I like the effort, the first iteration, but I'm saying in general, even when you see the players entering the field, the way they move their bodies and, like... You know, before they do a, a handshake, they like they don't move, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, like the whole arm is like, uh, you know, handshake, handshake, handshake. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It yeah. doesn't feel, you know, it's tough. It's those things that don't matter, but I notice them right now. I and think they do matter me. though, and they, and they add up, right? Like Madden has a real problem of whenever, like sometimes you you run a play in Madden, and when you watch the replay, you're like. That looks pretty good. That looks like a real football play. The NBA games are way better at this. Sometimes you catch an NBA video game and you go, I thought that was an <laughs> NBA game, especially the 2K series. It looks super real. But like like Madden, it cuts to the sideline and you have a coach who's like, bang, 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 like by the Gatorade standing. <laughs> Just like, draw the next part. And you're like, what is going on? We need to do a live video and, recording of this podcast at some yeah, point so everyone can see your Madden like coach impression. Bah, 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 fingers not separated, <laughs> like holding the playbook, but not really, and like really bad headsets. So Patriots fans know this very personally. Uh, Bill Belichick won't give permission to use his name or image in the Madden <laughs> games, and he never has. And so he's replaced by either somebody called like N.E. Coach. Or one year it was Hal O'Famer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Pro Evolution Soccer does the same thing. Since they don't have the license, they they change one yeah. syllable in one in one in a pl- in a player's name, so you know it's him. <laughs> it's but so it's goofy. like remember when this player? I was playing f- before FIFA. I was play- I was always playing uh, soccer games, but he was David from, 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 from the, yeah, and he was like this player called uh, Van Nistelrooy, and uh, in real life and in the game he was Van Nistelrooy. And so we were. Okay. We would. Pl- we would call him Van Nistelrooy in real life. Therefore, you know, <laughs> it, only, it only made sense to change his name in real life because P- P- Pro Evolution Soccer was the bomb. Um, a couple of new stuff, you know. Like I like that in the game. You can. Uh, you have different ways of putting your attack. It seems like the tactics really make a make a difference in the game right now when you play against an opponent yeah. online and everything. It seems like you have a way more uh, possibilities for your free kicks. They are harder to 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 master now. They have changed a few of the system. The corner kicks as well. You can really target a player where before you would just like cross the ball in a zone and, and hope for the best. Um, you, you have way, way, more, way more stuff to prepare, which is great when you play the game. But yeah, like you said, you know, those things adds up and... As we still make progress graphically in terms of pixels, I would like those pixels as smaller as they get. I would just like them to be more coherent with each other when they move. You know yeah. what I mean? That's all. That's that's totally. my summarization of the situation. And a little bit more. Right I don't know if it's they're too ambitious right now, but like, why don't you just put a bunch of people who are used to doing that sort of animation mm-hmm. and stuff to the job instead of it's it's it does seem like. Because now, now they do motion capture engine. and they do they bring the players that they have partnership with. They partner with a lot of teams. I think they they buy, they 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 partner with uh, Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, um, like I think another team, Manchester United, in, in in Great Britain. So they all those guys are right now. They, you know, they come to their their training camp and they come and do the motion capture, the face recognition, and everything, so that everything is. You know, as you know, you can really recognize the players without seeing their names. It's great. And yeah. the jerseys look beautiful. The sweat come out of their, you know, 
of their shirt, but it's like right. I wish you don't oh, have really? that. You, I wish you don't have those eyes, man. Like you're not looking anywhere. You look like you're gonna pass out. <laughs> you haven't eaten in a while, you know. Emaciated, <laughs> yeah. Crypt, crypt keeper eyes. Crypt keeper eyes. Cool. All right. Um, I played Virginia this past week. Um, so for those of you who don't, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Virginia. So for those of you who know, Virginia um, is part of a genre that I think a lot of people would call like walking simulator. Um, it uh, is produced by a game studio called Variable State. I hadn't heard of them before this game. Um, yeah. But it, for all practical purposes, is about like a two and a half hour game, um, very narrative driven, um, cinematic, and the focus is on the story that's unfolding throughout the game. So as a player, for all practical purposes your interaction is limited to sort of just kind of progressing the story and there are some scenes in which you can walk around and investigate different parts of like the building or the area that you're standing in but for the most part it's just a series of kind of clicks to progress the story Um, but you are like clicking on doorknobs or you're clicking on objects to interact with them so it's not like you're just randomly clicking to sort of get to the next screen um, but like I said, the focus is on the narrative and of the story. Walking, yeah, <laughs> exactly. We, you, you and I had this conversation that we agree that that's so. Well, what's interesting is like it's so stupid. I, so I, I think bashing on that <laughs> genre is absolutely silly. I think they're incredible, incredibly beautiful, like works of art. Um, I, I think like this is this game is very akin to something like a Firewatch, and Firewatch has gotten absolutely stellar reviews, and, and Virginia is getting amazing reviews. Um, but like sillily enough, in steam there is an actual genre called walking sim at this point like you can filter by walking sim and sure enough like firewatch in virginia and gone home and and such will show up uh in those results but um yeah the story is is really compelling it's really great you are a uh, a female fbi detective you've recently just graduated from the fbi it takes place in like the early 90s in virginia um and very shortly after those events like uh, a story starts to unfold uh the marketing of the game sort of um referenced things like the x-files or twin peaks to sort of describe the the genre that the story fits into but i really yeah, does, does it live I, up to that i i think so i like i almost think it's its own thing and i found myself every step of the way absolutely on the edge of my seat like compelled to find out what happened next um and it's got a really cool vibe to it. A little bit of like a supernatural vibe, but also somewhat of like a true detective vibe going on with it. Uh, and the art direction is absolutely gorgeous. Um, like I said, when I say akin to Firewatch, like in a similar vein, just this really, really beautiful texture art that you that you interact with. Um, there's a lot of scenes that have you like sitting in the passenger seat of a car. And I found myself just kind of like spinning around and looking out the windows and advi- like admiring the scenery around me. Um, but above all else, I have to say that the music in the game might be its highlight. The music in that game is this like really, really beautiful orchestral score and just really drives the emotion throughout the game. You know, you play a game like this to sort of feel the emotion of it um, and to sort of have an experience with it. And, and the music in this game really does it justice. So uh, I if anyone has, you know, two, two and a half hours to spare. Um, it was like eight ninety nine on Steam. So it's just kind of like way too easy and accessible. I really highly recommend sitting down yeah. with it. Uh, one like final kind of interesting fact about it that I didn't really know until jumping into the game. There's no spoken word throughout the game. 
So as opposed to something like Firewatch, where you have these two kind of main characters in the game, one voice acted by like a a more famous actor who was in Mad Men, and then uh, another voice acted by a very famous like game voice actor, where like almost the entire game is dialogue. This game tells a story through like facial expressions and emotions and gestures, and I found that to be like a really interesting way of telling a story, uh, and I think it worked really well. Yeah, I, I I think it does live up to that hype that the marketing of the game uh, suggested in terms of its relation to stories like Twin Peaks or or an X Files vibe, uh, and I think it lives up to the really great reviews that it's getting. Yeah, I, I really loved it. Making me want to play. I want to check it out. Do it. Is it on PS4? I believe so. I I um I did check to see the platforms that was on. I played on PC, but I do think it is on PS4. Yeah, I'm pretty yep. sure. It's on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Windows and Mac OS. Oh yeah, that's right. No, I I, I do remember seeing that it was on Mac as well. Probably a great to platform to play it on, effect. honestly. That is that is tea being made. Yeah, come here while tea's being made. We can't hear the tea come being here made. While being made. Hey hey guys, this is this is my grandmother. Hello. Hello, Hi. grandmother. So here's our <laughs> Nana, you're on a podcast right now. Oh, sorry. I'm making a cup of tea. It's okay. Tea's delicious. <laughs> I <have to> say, <laughs> sorry. Do you what uh what's your favorite video game to play? <laughs> what's your you hotspot? God damn it. You must play some you must play something on your phone or on your computer or something. Um I play Spider Solitaire. Hey. There you go. That's a Spider video game. Solitaire is a real yeah. game, and that's like hard game. solitaire. That's much harder than like regular solitaire. Yeah. I love Spider Solitaire. I was just playing it. There you go. <laughs> Hold on. What? What? What makes it different from regular solitaire? I still love <laughs> asteroids. I miss that. Whoa! Remember the table games, the asteroid? Yeah. Pay, pay a quarter to play those games on the table games. I love those. I miss. Them. Oh man. <laughs> I'd love to pay a quarter for a video game. There we go. Yeah. And we need, well, you get on it. the show when we thanks do retro. For, thanks for being on the show now. When we do retro gaming, you get <laughs> on the show. We'll talk about those. Nice to meet you all. Nice to meet nice you. To meet you. Nice to meet you. She's, She's nice so cute. I don't know if the microphone picked up any of it. I turned it way Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we heard it. A little echoey. Right, so we'll do a retro gaming episode, and Nana will be on it talking about Asteroids yep. and Pac-Man. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> that, that sounds like a great one to be done. Let us know on Twitter if you really want it, because I know you won't do it. Unless really yes, in fact, in fact, you know what time it is, boys and girls. It's time to take a break, and when we come back, our first round of homework is due. So, <laughs> school's out for summer. <laughs> Welcome back to Pixels Weekly, and before we get on to homework for this week, I want to get our plugs out of the way instead of at the end of the show when no one's paying attention. You can follow us on Twitter at PixelsCast. Listen to every single episode for free at PixelsWeekly.com, as Curtis pointed out. Oh, it's free now? Because <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't uh, pay for that shit that my brother's doing anyway. <laughs> exactly. Not in, not in a lifetime. 
And I wanted to remind everybody that we have made some changes to the site so you can go and see us all stream. Beautiful. And now auto-hosting is happening. So I auto-host all three of my co-hosts. Whenever you guys stream, it's appearing on my feed. Um, and you can write into the show. We would love to hear one of you guys write in at Pixels Weekly. You can click on the menu and click on Contact Us or pixelsweekly.com slash contact. Um, and you write into the show. Tell us uh, what you're thinking, what you feel. And, of course... I would be remiss if I didn't tell you. Do you hear my mom just screaming down the stairs? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Right now. <laughs> Do you hear? Do you hear? I can't take these kids. There's too many kids in the house. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, God, what was I saying? The best thing you can do for Pixels Weekly, as with any podcast, is go on iTunes and leave us one of those sweet, sweet, sweet reviews. And we do love those reviews. Um, all right. We made a, uh, not a bet, but a pact, and it's time to pay the piper. We were playing notable horror games this month for video game homework. And how did we net out, you guys? I finished. Let's let's recap who played what. (laughs) I got dizzy. I got dizzy, all right? (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, boy. We're going to lace into you, Yannick, if you did not do your homework. I did it. I did Um, it. it. What are you talking about? Okay. All right. Well, I played uh, Until Dawn on PlayStation 4, which is like a story-driven horror game. I played a game called Soma, which is a uh, kind of first-person psychological sci-fi horror nightmare miserable experience stressful <laughs> oh man you can see it now he's just like i can't like the memory of someone like, is I'm, killing I'm, him i'm getting little. like worked up just thinking about talking about it davis but. is off scout <laughs> davis is off scout i played stasis and yeah i'm totally okay i'm fine <laughs> i'm good i'm a good person. i'm good you went to space I did go to space. I played Resident Evil 4 on PlayStation 4, the remastered uh, edition of the Resident Evil 4 that came out on PS3. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I get it over with? <laughs> do it with a voice like this. And do it with a serious voice going on. <laughs> oh, my mic is low. Okay, I'm turning. Oh, I'm turning up my mic. Your, is that better? Your mic yeah. is low? Your mic is good. Sorry. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to kick it off and get this over with. Um, do it, Davis. Tell us. So, as I mentioned, Soma, first person, came out in 2015. Pretty high quality ambiance, textures, sound, graphics. Uh, It's got some sci-fi themes to it, some horror themes to it. But as I mentioned when we picked our games, I decided that if I was going to put myself through an unbearable horror experience, because I hate horror games, that I wanted to be a little mind-fucked in the process. And mindfucked, I certainly was while playing this game. Mission complete. So, so I completed it a couple nights ago, and like, never has a game left me still like thinking so hard about what happened, the decisions I made, and the things that I encountered. 
Um, so I don't want to really like spoil anything for anyone because I do think that the story is like the highlight and the driving part of this game. Um, if you look at like most reviews, sure. I would have to agree with what most people say, which is that some of the like horror game mechanics leave a little bit to be desired. It's sort of your typical like sneak around, avoid contact and interaction with baddies along the way, um, each with sort of like different mechanics, all in very like unsettling environments, very dark, creepy, sort of cryptic, um, some puzzle solving, but really the story is what, what drives it. And it's a story that tries to touch on some really heavy themes and like namely just sort of trying to contemplate like what it means to be alive and what it means to be human. Wow. Um, and they, they touch on these things, not in kind of like a cool futuristic sci-fi sort of way, but a really kind of like weird, apocalyptic, creepy, really disturbing, depressing sort of way. Um, yeah. A lot of the game takes place in this really, really dark, deep underwater, like sort of uh, space station, except it's not a space station because it's underwater, but similar sort of like aesthetic to like a, a traditional space station. But sort of like, like right off the bat, you, the game really starts you off as confused as possible you you know you're in one place and, and all of a sudden within like the first 10 minutes they just completely flip it around on you and you're in a totally different place both physically and mentally and you're just immediately put into this state of intense confusion and you you spend almost the rest of the entire game trying to get unconfused and along the way during your unconfusion you start really questioning a whole lot of stuff um it's a very lonely game uh, and I, you know, I haven't really played a lot of horror games before, <coughs> excuse me. Um, but just the, the way that they can make a, a creature or an object or, or a being like appear in the distance and have this sort of like flickering effect to it and oh, the God, audio yeah. screeching in your, your <laughs> headphones and the staticky shaking of your screen as this thing sort of like blinks closer and closer and closer to you. And then it's behind you. Yeah. And it's just absolutely stressful and inter- and like terrifying where I just I I kept playing because I wanted to know the sto- how the story ended and how it progressed. That's how good the story is, is I was so unhappy with the gameplay and how it made me feel, but I still needed to know how it ended. Um, I think like for anyone who likes a really, really good emotional thought driven story, I, I think it's a it's a great game and you should absolutely pick it up. Uh it's like about an eight and a half hour, nine hour game. I think I, I clocked in at like eight and a half hours. Um, so a little bit longer than I would have liked it to be. Like I think a six hour game like that would have been great. But um, I pushed through it and I do not think I will be coming back to this genre anytime soon. Um, as I <laughs> what, mentioned what, earlier, what like, Forza Horizon is... What were some of the scary parts? Like give us some juice. What made you jump? So there are encounters you have in very, very dark places, in corridors, where all you hear is just this, like, screeching screeching and screaming, like, being. You don't know what it is. Oh, God. And yeah. you hear it yeah. walking around. Like, at no point in time are you encountering multiple enemies. It's, like, one at a time. And it's just you and this thing in a room. And you hear it walking right. and limping around. If you ever get a chance to see it, it looks terrifying and grotesque. Um, and, and, and as you're snooping around, like your goal is to not be seen by it. 
And there are certain ones where you can't see it. Like when you look at it, it will notice you and start coming after you. So there's there's certain encounters where you have to constantly be like running away from it and you don't know how close it is behind you. And you just oh, you just hear it <laughs> and, and your and your whole screen <laughs> yeah. starts shaking and there's this like static effect that they do. And eventually like there's there's a jump scare moment where that thing is now in front of you and like you didn't know that it was gonna be there. And uh, yeah. it's just mm-hmm. <laughs> well good for you man i know it was you you do not play horror games and it was super tough for you to make it through it but do you think now having made it through soma which is is one of the scarier offerings in the entire genre do you think that you would now maybe go back to something that is lighter than it but still in the horror genre and be like this is easy peasy like i can get that like, you know i i thought about that at, at one point and i I, I might have that reaction, but I'm not going to go out of my way to do it anytime soon. The, the one thing I did take away from this, <laughs> though, really good, yeah. is um, when I jumped into Forza today, I think uh, my enjoyment of it was elevated by the fact that I had been playing a game that was so different than it for the last few days. Sure. And so yeah. the one thing I have absolutely uncovered is like like having a really nice, diverse array of games that you're playing and a diverse array of like genres of games that you're playing, I think is really, really yeah. beneficial to all those games that you're playing. Like it felt really, really good to totally switch and like change genres and dive into a game that is just could not be further from what I've been doing. I'll totally do that. Like uh, have a, for example, Overwatch, I'm not like playing it so much as my main game anymore. I'll, I'm bouncing sort of between what we did for homework and like World of Warcraft, the expansion there. But like, Overwatch remains this great like palate cleanser of like quick frantic action. I can jump in, be out in like ten minutes or whatever, fifteen minutes, and yeah, having having an experience that sort of punctuates your gaming habits, I think. Yeah, it does elevate it. And Forza's great for that too. Like Forza, I'm not afraid to, you know, six months after Forza's come out and there's sort of nothing else to play, jump in, gold medal or race. First of all, you can't gold medal and race. You jump in, you get bronze, and then you're like, all right, restart. I forgot how to play. And then you get gold, and then you're like, all right, cool. But it's, it's nice to have that. So that's cool. Yeah. Great. Guys, what, what grade do we want to give Davis on his homework? Teachers. If we were teachers. Teachers, faculty. I give Davis an A. He put himself through something that he all does right. not want to put himself through. All right. <laughs> This is like Dancing with the Stars. Carrie Ann and Abba. It'd be a, a ten. Isn't isn't it numbers? Well, ten. let's do we'll ten. do teacher grades, right? Ten ten fingers. This Yannick. this feels this feels like when I when I took like math at the in my last year of college just to meet some like gen ed requirement, but I also needed like a high grade, so I just didn't want to be there, wanted nothing <laughs> to do with it, but I just knew I had to like persevere. I kind of had a similar reaction. It. <laughs> well, I loved I loved that the he had to treat himself. You know, that's like that was some hard work put on, and then some hard, and then some <laughs> yeah, good rewards yeah. coming into it. So when you see the reward being taken gratefully, uh, you know it has been some hard work. And I think uh, I think we all kind of like felt. I hope the listeners feel the same, but we all felt the uh, the, the the horror aspect of this. Um, mm, totally. And I definitely want to play that. If I had Steam, like if I had a PC connected to Steam for sure. I I think it, I think it's out on PS4. Uh, Soma's yeah, it's it's also on PS4. Well, well, well. So no excuse. No excuse. You're gonna report. No, I'm gonna. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right, who's going next with their homework? 
I played a similar game to Soma. I played Stasis. Did you? I did. Did you? I think though? I did. Okay. I did. <laughs> I, right. I totally did. There was screaming. There was staticky effects, slow fan spinning, kind of super ominous. Um, I guess I watch a lot of horror movies where I'm kind of, I'm scared, but I'm not. And some of the things yeah, were... You're, uh, you're immune to it by now. Some of the things were really predictable. And like kind of the way the story was going, you're in a spaceship, you wake up, you're the, the main character. Your name is John um, Marichek. And the most upsetting thing to me was an achievement I got, and it's called uh, Jupiter's Dead. Jupiter is a stray cat that I corner, and because I corner oh, it trying to like pet it, it dies. And I was like, "No!" Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, "Not the oh cat!" My god. You don't see the cat die, but you know the cat dies. And so that must hard. be a theme in horror movies, just to add to the horror is like killing cute things. I had or to kill a, baby, a cute thing or a crying baby. Oh, you had to kill a cute. I had thing? to kill a cute thing. I'm trying to think. Mm, I may have had to kill a cute thing. <laughs> yeah. Talking about- yes, no, at one point, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, in my game, they let you shoot a squirrel. Yeah, that, mm. <laughs> they let you shoot a squirrel. And it's a cute squirrel, yeah. In fact, they give you a moment earlier before that in the game where, like, you go up to the squirrel and you... Okay, I'll I'll do it during my homework. Sorry, <laughs> Sandy's homework. It's right. Oh, by the way, I have to give you a grade, uh, Davis, and I'm also giving you an A. Okay. Uh, Congratulations for toughing it out and doing a good job. Right. Thanks, Sorry. <laughs> Davis passes. Um, yeah, I think after one of the things, the, the game got good reviews. It got good reviews on Steam. It got really good reviews when I was looking into what game to pick. So it was like, all right, I'm going to pick this game and I'm going to play it. And it should be something that I want to, it should be something that's enjoyable, like watching a movie. And it's, there's a lot of puzzles, but they're not super obvious that they're puzzles at first. And it's, it's a, you have to click everywhere to do certain things. And I hate that. It, well, it is like a point and click, right? It is a point and click. One particular room, oh. though, but you have <laughs> right. I hate point and click. <laughs> you have to <laughs> wait for a point I do, and though, click. I do. I kind of do, yeah. You have to wait for an indicator to let you know that you can interact with an object or that you can move forward within a specific space. And I was stuck in a room for I don't know how long, and I'm, I'm moving the mouse everywhere, and I'm trying to figure out where to go. And then I happened to hit a sweet spot and it's like oh you actually keep moving straight here and i'm like really really the game was too dark that <laughs> i couldn't see that it was a hallway i'm like how the hell am i supposed to know this is a hallway oh yeah who did this who did turn up this that gamma turn up that gamma and i thought bioshock creeped me out a little bit more than this game did but but it's got a very similar story to you to bioshock and you're a guy, you wake up, you don't know where you are, then you realize you got to find your family, but there's mad scientists involved, you read a bunch of diaries, and you slowly find out what's been going on, and you kill a cat, and that sucks, and then you end up killing a bunch of other people <laughs> to is get out. Is the cat a mad scientist, or is it just a cat? The cat is just a cat. Poor cat. cat. Poor Jupiter. 
He didn't he didn't want to be there. He was smuggled in uh, by Grant, who also died. <laughs> Fuck Grant. <God. laughs> but he deserved it because the cat. He he deserved it because he, he brought the cat on board. The cat could have had a happy life on Earth. Fucking Grant. Goddamn Grant. <laughs> the worst. He's the worst. Yeah. Ugh. Him and Harry, man. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, don't even get me started Harry on Harry. Harry also die? Harry also dies. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's dead. But I, li- I like how I went no spoilers and we're just going full spoilers with Stacey. Well, like, why they're, not? Yeah. They're already dead. They're no there's oh, okay. no one right. really <laughs> alive. <laughs> you can't bring them back now. It's just you. <laughs> it's you trying yeah. to get out of this um spaceship called Groom Lake and it's a research facility for a, a corporation called Kane and you slowly learn all the different things and, and why you're there and it's a very it's a very similar story to Bioshock's story it had a it had a Introdu- jump scare that really got me because I wasn't expecting it you have to open a, a uh, yeah. corpse's bag and there's a hologram and it just runs at you and I'm like oh my god I'm gonna die but I didn't so I'm okay. Yeah. It was <laughs> all right. Okay. Right. <laughs> all right. Sandy did her homework. Sandy, did you uh, beat the game? I did beat the game, and it had a all really right. terrible ending for the for the player oh. for the character. Oh, okay. He but thought like he was a, doing objectively good ending, though. Like, did you come away feeling like satisfied by the ending? Well, yeah, I like the story, so I could see how it could lead to a sequel to like something else would happen. And as the protagonist, you're like, oh, I did this one good thing. Yay. But you didn't. So it's like a horror movie where you think you got the bad guy and you like you saved everybody, but you didn't. You also killed a cat. There's no coming back from that. No, you murdered there's that cat no. straight up. You cornered that thing. I know. And that, 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 a, is, on you. that achievement's that is on, on there. You. It's never going away. Oh, uh, Sandy, cat murderer. Verified on <laughs> Steam. The cat murderer. So sad. All right, faculty. What do we <laughs> give Sandy? Do we give a grade about the, the the review? Is great. The review is like passionate and everything. But I the, the, like the yeah. game kind of like seemed to have just fall flat with like the expectations mm. he had. But are we uh, holding the student accountable? Right for the <laughs> less than satisfactory game. We didn't really oh. discuss the grading that well. I thought That's we true. were grading the game that we played, Let's but I also, I also, I also like, <laughs> I like this idea of grading right our co-hosts too. So I think we should just continue with that. I don't know. I have to give. She beat the game, and she did it like last second. So even though you crammed, Sandy, I'm still giving you the A. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, as much as much as I don't appreciate a crammer, I'm gonna give her. An A minus. But you're like that teacher that doesn't explain himself when you dock points. A minus. You're just gonna like it's just A minus, and the and the student I just, just tell has you to read deal chapter with five. Yeah. I don't tell you anything that's gonna be on the exam. Yeah. Teacher policy. Yeah. They don't they don't tell you why you didn't. It's like they have a personal problem with you, but you know nothing's wrong with your copy. It's just it's just like you don't you don't tie your hair or your hair right. You know you just don't. Yes, I don't like how Sandy put her hair up, up in a ponytail. You don't dress up well on Tuesdays. So just, you know, fix that. Yeah. And you're always sitting in front of my class and asking a question right before the bell rings. (laughs) And before my fucking coffee. (laughs) (laughs) 
Sounds like Yannick had uh, some really rough teachers. Well, I wasn't in his school day. Yeah, right? <laughs> no kidding. They were not. Yeah. No, some of them were like, that's just, that's just how it is, man. That's just how it is. Yeah, they were not. Did you go to school in France or America? Yeah, and people will say in Germany because I'm from Strasbourg, right? But it literally sometimes felt like Germany, the way they were kind of like teaching us. It was not. <laughs> like so it was, it, was it in France? The way I hear it right now is like, hey, don't hit you students. You know, it's bad. Oh, boy. And tell them to them. <laughs> it was almost, you know, they Whoa. still, they still Yannick, had Yannick, the, Yannick had a traumatic school experience. They had the no ruler, kidding. man. You give your... if You, you, you know, got rulered? If you if you in well, like two thousand yeah. whatever you year you went to school, yeah. if you misbehave, give me your fingers. Right. You get ruled, rulered, or rule. I don't know how you say. It. I'm also imagining. I just want to imagine like French teachers also like smoke in class. Oh yeah, or no? <laughs> He's I like, mean, yeah. yes, confirmed. <laughs> Is that true? They were like smoking. Wait a minute, I was, I was smoking, making a joke. Smoking right before, right before, but you could still smell right. it. You know. So and, like uh, the the kids come in and they're like. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's France. The kids are smoking too. And the copies yeah, were right. the copies were full of like coffee smell. You know they went at this at three a.m. in the morning before before yeah. that day. You know, um, that's amazing. <laughs> with right. a heavy smell, like a heavy breath. You know, well we all have oh, this one. Yeah. You know, but oh, a teacher with bad breath is the worst. It's always the one that eats the pencil and he has a mustache. You know, and he's so like, turn, um, so it turns out Yannick went back to school for his horror experience. Apparently. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, yes, let's back to the grading. I think uh, the grade will be, uh, did the person complete? Um, Are they providing a sufficient amount of detail? And did they sell us on wanting to play the game or wanting to stay away from it? Or did they, like, educate us enough about the product so that we feel like we can make a decision? And I'd still say. A minor. So now, now that now that now that two out of the four of us are done, we've got our grading system solidified. <laughs> That's good. Well, at least we got two. It's, two it's of all them made up anyway, and we're not going to count it. Who cares? Um, do you want to go, Yannick, or do you? Want yeah, to I mean, now I'm anxious about my grading, but um, <laughs> I uh, I played Resident well, Evil. Well, I got for, a feeling someone didn't beat their game. I, I wasn't a Reddit to put 18 hours into this thing, honestly. Um, love, love, love the Resident Evil franchise, but uh, if we had to do, if we had to think straight or horror game, it falls flat for me. Uh, I have a screamer. I have a screamer. Yeah. Uh, I had a great experience in that, nonetheless. Um, I was on, on on doing it on stream, and I had some some nice. Now in front of my stream title, if for people that don't know that haven't uh, come up on Twitch.tv slash Brooklyn Mustache. I always try, no matter what the game is, I always try, because there is only one language that you can set on Twitch when you stream. And I always want, you know, anybody to feel welcome and everything. So I just put the little, ac- the little um, prefix, uh, E-N-G and uh, F-R, so that anybody, you know, wouldn't feel uh, excluded if, you know, if, if I can talk to them. So, you know, I can, I can welcome French people as much as, as well as I can welcome English people, like, you know, English speaking people. Um, and so I've, I've had some, like two French people showing up on the stream. Those people were hardcore completionist of the game. They finished it, uh, you know, 114 times on many platforms. It's just nuts. And I asked them by curiosity, what's the, what's the motivation? And they first said, um, there is there is so much into this game, and it's true. There is a lot into this game. There is a lot happening, but if you ask me horror, I'm like, no, honey. 
uh, we are kind of like spoiled kid right yeah. now. Uh, I've heard, you know, I heard Sandy, I heard Davis arguments, and I can't find those back in Resident Evil. Uh, the and for me, one of those that are really making a game exceptional those days is the, and Davis mentioned it with Virginia, um, the audio. And the audio, as much as this version is remastered and looks really good, like I, I have nothing against the graphics. It looks nice. Um, it's, it, it's polished. Uh, the animations are great. Um, it, the, audio, the audio, when... Um, when 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 the farmers you know are working the sound just sounds like a paper that they that they scratch on whenever uh the farmer is working the um, how do you call that not the flower but what's the plant of the flower um oh my god uh herbs yeah well whatever yeah. we'll say herbs uh it just <laughs> you know the sound the sound is not here and then resin- and then there is no there is no perspective of distance you know how like you talk about having someone getting closer to you it's like whether there's a threat or not there is a music or not or like there's a growling or not but you don't hear the growling approaching you know where it's coming from but you don't hear it approaching it's the same thing whether it's far or close and so there's that sense of distance you know where you kind of get lost it's like okay how many enemies are on my back right now i don't really know um and uh and also like but it doesn't doesn't that make it scarier it 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 did like i you know i was like running for my life a lot of time because there's one other things that i had to consider was that the camera angles were really difficult to deal with you pretty much have to yes. you know yes. well, it, yeah <laughs> that's still got that like old school nintendo camera signature. angle right and it's that's like, a signature of the resident evil of like you can't see that's that that was actually the first Resident Evil that gave you that like press a button and down at the same time to like quickly turn around. Yeah. So this right? one I was actually like figured it out halfway through my to my playthrough. It helped me a lot, yeah. but it doesn't come like it didn't come like it didn't save my life or anything. Like I, I could still do it slowly and survive. That was not much of a big deal. The the biggest thing for me was just that I needed uh, I need that that camera to turn and without me holding the right stick because I needed to press yeah. other buttons. And no, it's it, you know it kind of like has that resistance. You know how like a a wheel uh, would just come back to his initial position. That's the rotating. Yeah. That's the rotating camera in, in Resident Evil. It you know he has a he has a static position behind the back of um, of the character, and and it wants and to then, stamp and to it. And he wants to go back to it if you turn. And so it's like just very stressful, and it got me dizzy at first because it's so up close, and there is so much, yeah. you know, there's vegetation all around that is like, you know, that thing is poorly polished. So it's like it looks like a, it looks like um, and it, it you know the <laughs> colors are not there. So I was, I was, you know, it took me a little bit. Is to, the took hold me a on wait bit. is the uh, stream available for me to watch? Yes, it's archived. Uh, so I played uh, okay. four. Uh, so totally I played four out. full hours. I finished a good chapter. I had some some bosses, and I had my screamer. Uh, at some point, you end up in a lake, um, and so yes. I, the reason why the reason why I mentioned those people on the stream is because they were not spoiling me, which I I, I thank them for that. They were not spoiling me at all. They were just making making sure I don't miss the good bits. Um, not you know I don't miss all the good secrets and and such. And I eventually want to finish that game, so that was very helpful. And um, they were they were just telling me they were like, shoot the lake. I'm like, what do you mean shoot the lake? I was like, shoot the lake. There are fishes, <laughs> and like the fishes give you health. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm yeah. gonna shoot the fishes. They're like, no, 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 far distance. I'm like, okay. And and that's when and that's when uh, if you shoot the the lake, 
the the monster inside the lake comes and jumps at you from the from the little dock that you're that you're standing on he jumps at you no like it's like a half a second yeah. cinematic <laughs> like it's it becomes a cinematic but for some reason it's the only cinematic that that doesn't have a loading screen or loading time and it like yeah. jumps at you and eat you and you're dead and you get a <laughs> and you're like i'm dead you die and then you they see the little, and then you see the little tooltip cling playstation trophy don't shoot the lake I'm like, that's, that's it. That's the only thing. That was it. Uh, so I, that's the only way I use. I, I had to have my screamer by going through a secret because, like, otherwise I wouldn't have shot that lake at all. Um, and 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 yeah. Uh, the the other thing that I mentioned and that I was kind of sad about, besides the fact that I don't get me wrong, like I really got used to the mechanics, and there is so much to it. There is like so much variation in the. Not in the combat, but just in the you know exploration, and then um, the 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 story is kind of basic. You're that guy who has to save the president's daughter, and uh, and you find some notes along the way in the village, and uh, yeah. and they talk about you, they talk about her. You become some sort of a detective pretty easily. You get hooked by that detective research thing, um, mm-hmm. and you go through puzzles and 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 you you know unveil secrets like that. There's a lot of few little hidden secrets here and there that are you know reachable. And the other thing that was a little bit, the only thing that I would mention is that I, w- I wish I had a little bit more diversity in the, in the, um, in, in, in the, the mobs, the enemies, you know, um, it's only uh. farmers, it's only farmers. I wish the farmer was missing a leg or I miss, you know, or like an arm well, and they, they, instead Davis. of having an ax or they had fireworks or like a dynamite or they had a, we, we have we have to interrupt you, Yannick, okay. because Davis, Sandy, have either of you played Resident Evil 4? I have not. I'm no. looking at screenshots of the lake monster right now, but they're still, no. so I don't think that does it justice. I will tell you this, as someone who has played and beaten Resident Evil 4 and, and would like to again, this has told me that our our student <laughs> here <laughs> has not... Beaten no, I haven't. Game. I haven't. I told you from 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 point A. I won't, I won't put eighteen hours. Into I know, it. I know. I but how is this going to affect the grade? Oh, it's like boy. a five thousand word essay, and we've we've got an opening paragraph. I did. I did have a, a yeah, but I after four hours, I don't want to just beat farmers and and I beat and I beat um, the giant. I beat the lake monster. Um, I've met. Hey, but after 700 hours, I've you're met, still beating I've Fallen. Met, I've met Wizard. <laughs> yeah, right. But like after two hours, I've met all the enemies, <laughs> you know. Uh, and in this game, I'm still. Although you could argue that's bad. I, I think so. Yeah. As you progress further in Resident Evil and I, I, I'm totally going to tune into your streams and watch you play through it and start chatting with you during it because that might be as good as me playing it, uh, too. But um, yeah, you're going to start to. By the end of the game, I think that story is going to twist and turn a lot for you and really suck you in more. And also, um, the enemy mobs become very, very. I, I, I want to, you know, I, I want to believe that because uh, I wish they, they just came to me a little bit quicker. And uh, instead of being, oh, instead of uh, five farmers, now there are ten of them. Um, 
and uh and 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 it's like the only thing that varied was the weapon they were carrying now i've just unlocked a chapter where i picked up ashley the president's daughter and uh, it opens up it not only opens mm. up a new twist to the story but it also opens up a uh it opens up a new like new mechanics and you have to carry her you have to make sure she doesn't die you have to divide resources between her and um and you uh there's a whole other dimension that you're going to have to learn And, uh, and, and, and so the, the variation yeah. progress in the mechanics, not so much in your surroundings and, and the scary part of it. I'm not really scared. I'm just like, all right, how am I going to back off and make those guys get away from me? Yeah. Um, I almost wonder sure. if the fact that there's, so if you think about the games that Sandy and I played where it's a very lonely environment, it is seemingly you and nobody else except for like every once in a while you might come across like a single thing a dog that is dog. near yeah. you and inherently pretty terrifying but i wonder if the fact that you, like you're surrounded by many many zombies or many many monsters of some kind sort of makes it like i don't know i i think there might be a, a distinction here between like a zombie killer horror game and these like solitude driven lonely first person horror experiences And I and I would imagine that Resident Evil falls on the former of those two. Well, I don't know, and I didn't get a sense. Maybe we need to deduct points from our scores, but I didn't get a <laughs> sense from you or Sandy. Uh, are there mechanics that you guys have to defend yourself no. in your respective games? It's just no, sneaking it's around. Puzzle, yeah, yeah. It's like okay. avoid so, the monster and and sneak around. Very different from Resident Evil yeah. 4 in terms of like Leon is very. He's a capable combatant. He can spin kick, which I'm sure you've used the spin kick, Yannick, to your advantage. I love I how the and uh, yeah, has I love how the TQ, TQO, uh, you know, the the the, the quick action um, moments. Yeah, if you sprint <laughs> when you have to run away from a rock, um, you have to press square as fast as possible to sprint and avoid a, eventually dodge it a few yeah. a, a few seconds later. But when this Leon starts sprinting, it's not like he's He's not like he's is is doing like is is running faster. It's just that the animation, <laughs> the the animation runs <laughs> yeah, faster. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so it's like put faster. someone running and on a movie and press and okay, press and press fast age, forward. No doubt. And I'm like, okay, so I was just smiling at it and making fun of it a little bit. It's like you press fast forward on a running man here. I'm not, you know, that's the only thing that makes me go faster. Um, it's good. So. All so right. Ryan, you remind you reminded me by asking about the, the Twitch stream. So I've got eight and a half hours of recorded content of me playing Soma, and I you can go back and watch. And multiple times, I uh, do point out this this feeling I have, which is like I wish I could attack the monster and just take care of it once and for all. There's something about the yeah. fact that it isn't killable and that it's persistent and will always be there. Like I almost just want to get it over with. Like I, I found myself trying to like sprint through some of these rooms just because it was like I don't want this thing around me anymore. Like let me either just kill yes. it and be done with it, or like I gotta get out of here. It, it's that like persistence that was terrifying about it. Yeah, I didn't have that in stasis. I did want to set the ship on fire, but they didn't give me that option either. I, um, I wanted to set something on fire and I couldn't. Been... <laughs> <laughs> but you killed the cat instead. I know. But right, this is, does have a sequel, Kane, and the story, albeit predictable, is still enjoyable. So yeah, for me, uh, I will I will play it. I will not go back there for the horror, for the screamer, and for the anxiety that Sandy or Davis have have, have felt. I promise you. Um, yeah. And 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 it also it's, I feel it's due, due to the part that um, 
you know, I need, I need a. I'm super brave. I need, I need a lot <laughs> to be scared. Like even some, some horror movie. I'm, I'm waiting for the goodies, <laughs> and and if they are, I'm sometimes the, the. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna confess something. I'm the one who closes my eyes sometimes in front of like, horror, like bad horror movies, like uh, bad, like in a good way, like good horror movies. I'm like, I can't watch this right now. I need a break for my, it's for like my. This. I need a break for my, for my heart. <laughs> um, but it shows his age. But it's it makes it makes it good, you know. I'm happy to see it back into my directory, and I and I love it because I remember the last time I played it was when I was 16, and now I'm a different man, and I see it differently, and I may you know consume it in a different way, which is a very very uh, very nice way to go back into a game and have memories from your youth by playing it. It's like oh yeah, but I've been there. I remember now. I remember all that that I've forgotten, and now I'm doing it differently, and I'm actually not dying that much. <laughs> so, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. And it's well, only you know $20. What? Um, FYI. It's time to grade. And it's only 20 bucks. Um, now, you did not beat the game. So that has to affect <laughs> But. Sound like a perv teacher. I I'm thought sorry. I was coming into this, Yannick, because I knew. I knew you didn't, you didn't beat the game. You didn't have time to beat the game or whatever. So I was coming in this ready to Do rip it. you we to need shreds. We need a We need a bad... We need a bad student. Virtual shreds. There's, there's every classroom <laughs> needs yeah. that one bad yeah. student. <laughs> yeah, like smoking Put in the me gym. Back, back well. Um, <laughs> You're just reminding me yeah. of the, the, I, the South Park. Give me detention. I don't okay. care. Um, I'm not showing up tomorrow. My mom's not going to sign it. <laughs> here's what surprises me. Um, you made me think about the game and look at it from a fresh perspective in playing the game again in 2016 and what somebody who has been playing one of the most modern shooters, Destiny, um, makes of this sort of uh, thing from the past. And I largely consider Resident Evil 4 one of my favorite games of all time. Um but the question is, does it stay my favorite game of all time? And I haven't been back to it in a number of years, and you know, it made me wonder. So I'm gonna give you a C plus. Oh fuck. A B. Ooh, that's a generous. B. Yeah, I didn't. I did not think I was gonna do that, but that's what it's gonna have to be. Yannick nailed it for me. C plus. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> C's yeah. average, right? That's what they always tell you in school. C's average. Oh, I'm not that like, generous. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I- it's Last a seven. D. Oh, wow. It's, it's just like, oh, God, brutal. If Los F. is an F. F. Uh, D F means is you like, like straight up didn't do it. Almost, you know, up there. Yeah. Four hours into the game, if we're looking at it respectively, my game, Davis's game, was about eight and a half hours. If it takes 18 hours to beat, maybe 10, 12 hours would have done like a, a B or something. But yeah, right. no, D. I played it solo. Fair enough. I figured out those puzzles. I killed a cat. Ugh, the cat. Yeah, I saved the wolf. I thought <laughs> I thought that would be easy. Like All right. Thirty minutes into the game, I saved the wolf. I was like, I'm done. Bye. <laughs> I almost said that. <laughs> well, Yannick, maybe that will come to what, the pay off. I know. I've always met, I already met the wolf. The wolf helped yeah? me a lot. You know, you know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So uh, I'll just be quick and painless here because we're coming up on the end of the show. 
my homework was Until Dawn, a story-based game um, where you sort of play a group of teenagers, um, and you get to play all the teenagers throughout the course of the game, in almost a telltale-like adventure. But the whole thing kind of hits you over the head with this thing called the butterfly effect. Every decision you make affects whether or not someone will live or die. Um, and at first I was like, yeah, 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 but really? And throughout the course of the game, I would say that this largely plays out to be true. There's a bunch of instances where it wasn't just, oh, if I picked B instead of A, the person would have lived, but I could trace a decision back to, oh, if I didn't do this, then I wouldn't have done that, and I wouldn't have done that, therefore this person wouldn't have been in situation X where this happened. So I was very, very impressed with the way they managed to branch things and put people's lives in danger. Um, I I just put the video up on YouTube. I'll put it up on the site so you guys can watch actually a lot of the game being played, near half the game being played. So if you want spoilers, you can go check it out in real time, even though I stopped it before the end so you didn't see my ending. But... Multiple times this game had me jumping. It had me exploring not only the world's creepiest log cabin on the world, <laughs> top of the world's coldest mountain, but it sent me down underground to abandoned mines where you're finding documents about miners that were trapped down mm. there and resorted to cannibalism yeah. to survive. Ugh. And then they were put into this insane asylum that's in another part of the mountain. And of course you find out through the course of the game, spoiler alert, skip, hit the 10 second skip button. If you don't want to hear this, all of them are connected with tunnels that lead underneath the cabin yeah. and all this stuff. It's like and, that thematic um, stuff that I think is the freakiest. I don't think it's like the jump scares yes. suck. Like those are a physical thing that you encounter. Right. But like what I terrifies me the most is, is the thinking about that. Like, the like the the thematic storytelling where you're like, ooh, that's a, a weird human concept that's going on yeah. there. So the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay is actually both making these decisions plus quick time sequences, very much in the vein of Resident Evil, where like if you decide to run away or something, then you have to actually execute running away, which might mean there's a rock, quick press X. You have to jump, quick press triangle. And they get progressively harder throughout the rest of the game. In fact, I missed one, and one of my campers got oh, his no. head cut off. Oh, no. <laughs> Do we get to grade no. you based off of how many people died in your party? Right, Because isn't one of the objectives <laughs> that, that of that died, game maybe. to be to keep everybody alive? So that's the interesting part, is you can play the game with the end of everyone ending up dead, or everyone ending up alive, and anywhere in between. And I ended with everyone alive except for poor Chris, who got his head cut off in a very dramatic, very scary way. Um, the game just had a lot of atmosphere. I'd say the moment that after you're through decisions and quick time events, the game is filled with a lot of sort of walking around an environment with a flashlight. And while the graphics are a very great detail, um, walking around can be a little bit boring and a little slow. Um, but and it, and it feels like in some ways it artificially lengthens the game. Um, every chapter is also punctuated with uh, a visit to a psychologist who is talking to what, you. What actor is he? I like, remember, is, he's an you, actor, right? Yeah, you're right. 
He is an actor. He's totally distinctive. I like. I recognize his face and stuff. And if I saw him, I'll have to go. Well, and then you. And I don't know if you already mentioned it, but right. So Hayden Panettiere is also one of the actresses in the game. Yes, from Heroes. Like so, yeah. This whole like, and and not only that, but like when nowadays when they're choosing these high profile voice actors, they actually model the characters to kind of look like them, right? Mr. Robot is also in That's it. like that... Oh, gotcha. That's like that... Um, right? So, like, the stuff that Kojima's doing with, like, Death Stranding, where it's not just, like, voice acted yeah, by Norman, Norman Reedus, Reedus, but it would just be as Norman Reedus. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, this this uh, psychiatrist played by this actor. We'll have to find out what the actor's name is. Um, but, uh, actually, insert actor's name here. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um... Yeah, he sits you down and he's like, do you enjoy playing this game? And then he makes you look at these notebooks and he and he actually asks you weird psychological questions about yourself. He's like, I'm going to show you these things and you tell me which is makes you more upset. And then he shows you a picture of a cockroach or a picture of a spider. And you're supposed to tell him what upsets you the most. And then based on those things, those are some of the things they'll use to jump scare you during the game <laughs> so i have a thing where like cockroaches freak me out and of course during the game i pick up this skull and blah, 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 like <laughs> cockroaches come out of it and my my character is like oh you know drops the drops the skull and it's it's very a teen movie with what ended up being some interesting sophisticated themes and a really great monster at the end and the ending sequence of this game i wish i could tell you more about it but uh, the game has a mechanic where it uses the DualShock light bar, and you have to hold the controller completely still. Wow! During like high stress moments. It's a uh, and. Go ahead. Did you have the actor? Yeah, it's it's Peter Stormar. He's uh one of the he's okay. Steve Buscemi's partner in yeah. Fargo. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. oh yes 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 yes. Um and so. Yeah, they have you hold the controller still, which is kind of easy for me because I'm just resting the controller on my gun or whatever as I'm playing. But like, I can imagine like playing this. I actually played the first, replayed the first couple hours of the game with my girlfriend, and we had this elaborate Skype set up and uh, HDMI through and all this stuff. But she was making the decisions initially, and um, it's so it's also a game that's really fun to play with someone else. But yeah, the whole ending sequence involves. Good decision making and a lot of standing still in what is some of the scariest stuff I've seen in a video game in a long time. I will so not be I playing my, it. <laughs> yes, it was, it was a bit much, especially if you're scared of monsters. So uh, I loved Until Dawn and you cannot replay the game at all throughout the game. So you can't go back and change a decision. You can't go back and... and fix a save there is no save there's only continue 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 and only once you beat the game can you go back and change decisions but then even then you can't like go back change a decision and then let it ripple out you have to like finish the rest of the game again so you kind of have to choose what you do so it's um, like a chess match but you don't like you don't get to like see any future moves. You just you're making the yes. current move, and you and that has a ripple oh, I effect. I forgot to tell you guys to that. See the effects. So you pick up these things called totems throughout the game, and the totems you pick up and you turn them around, and then it zooms in on them, and it uh, it shows you one of many things. Sometimes it's a fortune totem, which kind of hints at what decision you should make. Mm. Sometimes it's a 
uh, death totem that shows you somebody's possible death, you know, gotcha. and that that like you see somebody like being lit on fire and you're like, uh, what am I going to do with fire? <laughs> like, oh, my God. You know, do you have to go out of your way to find game. those totems? Some of them, yes, and I certainly didn't find all. Because I found something like similar in in Soma, where like if you do sort of like what would be considered like the extras, like the side stuff, you might learn some information that will help you make decisions quicker in like the main path yeah. of the game. So in a game like Until Dawn, it would make sense that they might have you do some like extra stuff, which would then help you make the right decision to keep everybody alive. Yeah, there's certainly a lot of times where they like start you in one of the walking segments and like it's clearly pointing you to go to the right, but like go to the left. Just go check out <laughs> yeah. what could yeah. be and the way that they don't point you, right? Classic video game trick. Um so I really liked Until Dawn. I think it's very replayable. I would love to spend more time with it. It did scare the pants off of me. Um and actually in the stream I think somewhere in the first hour or so of it, I think it was a pretty long three, four hour stream, um, you will see me make a decision that leads to somebody's death and my jaw just hit the floor <laughs> of like, oh, oh no, I've really done it now. Oh, man. Uh, so a fun video and we'll, we'll put it up on the website in the same post with the uh, the audio for this episode. So, yeah. So you haven't Sweet. finished it. That's it. He did, I did finish, finish it. it. Yes, he I sent did. us yeah. a text. He was talking message. about the ending, had, uh, the ending yeah, sequence. I've had, I've had feedbacks of people saying that you know it kind of like fell flat for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I I get it. I mean, it's certainly there are a bunch of jump scares that really do fall flat, but I think there's so much cool stuff with the insane asylum and the the storyline of the miners. And if you do go out of your way to like investigate and pick up all the documents, the documents in the game are all really really great and i think oh i've so one last thing on it which is sometimes they present you with a decision that looks like do one thing or do the other thing but early on in the game they tell you sometimes doing nothing is the, the right thing yeah. to do so like there are times where if you just wait it out the decision will like yes. decide for itself. Yeah. Yes, I really exactly. love that kind of stuff because you don't know when it's coming. You have to like decide for yourself. And maybe sometimes waiting too long is like the wrong thing to do, right? Right. So there's a lot of instances in the game where you're presented with the opportunity to react to something. For example, um, there's a moment on a cliff where there's a bunch of very aggressive looking deer are sort of cornering you on a cliff and you have to decide whether or not you're going to sort of start running or like hit one with an ax or just, are you going to just try and wait? And I think you'll see my decision in the stream, but uh, yeah. And, and sometimes I think the biggest thing and one of the things that led to a character's death for me was I forgot that I could just not do. Yeah. I, I like when RPGs give you some sort of like a time gate on your decision making. I don't like to feel like I have all the time in the world to like carefully craft every decision I make in the game. I like yeah. when it feels a little more freeform. Yep. And they do they do a good balance. Some some are time gated and some are just like you know, you could almost stream them and let the whole stream decide yeah. what to, what option to pick. Okay, let's do my grades and pick the next genre and end the show. Yeah.
I, I got to give you an A. I, you 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 beat yes. you beat the game. Yes. You talked in depth about uh, the main critical path of the game, some of the side parts Approval of the game, things that you enjoyed, things that you didn't like. Uh, you gave a strong recommendation to play it while I will not be doing that. Maybe I'll watch your stream. Maybe I'll watch that video. I think I can watch people play scary stuff. Not that I... Yeah, because you can watch me react and be like, ha Ryan, so yeah. sorry. But I, like, I, I, I need to be able to game. breathe. And and when I play that, but these games by myself, I don't I don't breathe. And oh, Yeah. Stressful. Yeah, you got an A from me. Thank you. I'll give you an A. I want to watch the... Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just I'm also gonna Yannick's gonna watch, gonna watch the tape. Watch the tape. <laughs> make sure that you did it. Gonna uh, I'm gonna watch the tape because um, yeah, it makes me want to not just play the game, but I've had a great time watching people play this game on YouTube. It has been one of those yeah. people like a lot of famous YouTube gaming YouTubers have done playthrough, and I haven't watched all of them doing it, but I've enjoyed the people that I've watched doing it. I've enjoyed I've enjoyed them their reactions and. And and their entertainment. It's been a while, right? It's been out for a year now. And uh, yeah, yeah, last year I remember having a blast during the fall, um, uh, consuming uh, that content. And uh, and you make me want to watch you doing it, and um, makes me want to leave the one you're with. Uh, show it to my girlfriend and see if that could be. It's one of those gems that I keep on. Yeah, uh, fun uh, to play around, together around the corner. If 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 at some point she shows any interest. In the little box that is next to my monitor, that is called a PlayStation Four. I did um, get <laughs> I did get to watch a little bit of it too, and you get to see Ryan floating around in this like really funny little purple circle that you have yourself floating in on your stream. <laughs> yeah. Like a little Ryan um, head oh, floating around. A little Ryan head. Yannick, another fun thing to do is if you've seen the game and you see kind of what decisions lead to what, like let your girlfriend make those decisions and then be like, "You killed those girls. I can't believe." It. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before they actually died, the that guilt be tripping. I, I forgot yeah. video game guilt tripping. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot what decision leads to what. So even my playthrough would be even. You know, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be spoiled like anything right now because I yeah. forgot what everything leads to. And I think that's the best part about the game is I could play through it again and be surprised at mm-hmm. what happens. Yeah, you'd kill uh, someone else. Okay. Hey, you're the cat killer. I know. I just wanted to save it. You have, a, you have a cat in your room, and you're talking right, about let's do, a cat that you killed in a video game. It was, a, it was an accident. <laughs> you murderer. All right, Sandy Yannick, what did I get for a. grades? Quick. Yes. An A plus. Yeah. Oh. oh, no, 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 no. There's no plus in this school. Zero pluses. Oh, come on. The plus is like a, a, <laughs> no, a fake grade. Because he didn't get an A plus. <laughs> oh, it's because you gave him a B. All right. Time to get ready for our next homework Collusion. assignment. Here's the That's genres the still in our magic hat. Platformers, action adventures, Western RPGs, JRPGs, Western comedy RPG. slash funny. Yeah, is the Western, the Western RPG, RPG genre really, really I would really count that, that like, a, uh, like a Skyrim or something or Fallout. Or- oh, okay. oh, you mean like, we- oh, okay. I thought you meant like a... Like action-y, even Diablo, yeah. I would consider I, I thought you meant a Western, RPG. like as in like John Wayne. Like... <laughs> Hey there, Pilgrim. Um, a music and rhythm or rhythm game, arcade game, which is like a Pac-Man-y or sort of something like that. Solitaire. Sports game. Yep, solitaire. Would I would count that a, a sports game, third-person shooter, or first-person shooter? Are you guys ready to find out what is going to be due? Yes. All right, let's do it. Like it. Pick me. a random name. 
action adventure. All right, I know. That's such a, a broad I genre. <laughs> I already know. We should all play the Lego games. <laughs> all right. I know which game I'm not going to finish. <laughs> you know which game you're not yeah, going to yeah, finish. Yeah, maybe, maybe you right. don't pick the 18 hour game this time, Yannick. Yeah, pick it a short be. action adventure game. It won't be. All right. So that means we're going to have our picks in for the next week's show that comes out on October 8th, 9th, 10th, 8th, 9th. <laughs> it'll come out for the listeners on the 10th, but it'll be uh, the October 9th show. And then we have two weeks to play. And uh, on the, does that mean the 20, dun, 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 uh, and then on the 31st, so on Halloween. Perfect. Okay. We are going to talk about our action adventure games. Look at this is that's how no you know these names are random listeners because we definitely should have done a horror on Halloween <laughs> and action adventure as our first. Done done. All right, that does it for us this week. And until next time, aloha. Au revoir. See you later. See you next week. <laughs>